Welcome to IBM I DevOps Tech Talk, where we discuss key topics and questions with ARCAD experts. I'm Ray Bernardi from ARCAD Software, and with me today is Alan Ashley and Nicholas D'Alessio. Nicholas is an expert in our product, CodeChecker. It's designed to improve the quality of your code. We'll be asking him some questions today. Let's get started. Nicholas, we're hearing a lot about coding standards. Can you tell us why this is? Coding standards are an important thing to implement in any case, just for uh, usability and maintainability of code. I think in this case, in the RPG world, it has a unique set of challenges around it. So RPG kind of has a distinction of being an older programming language, one of the oldest still in, in regular use, but at the same time, also being one of the most updated programming languages in that style uh, when you compare it to something like Fortran or a COBOL. That means that in the RPG world, code that was written 20 years ago is going to look a lot different than code that was written in the last couple of years and code written 40 years ago is going to look a lot different than 20 years ago. So it becomes common in this space with developers who have entered the field at all different times to have standards that are all over the place. So it's uh, sometimes difficult in that kind of scenario to keep up with standards. It can become muddled. I can understand that. Alan, you have a question. Nicholas, now you've talked about how old RPG is and where it's come from and that there's some development going on. So with that, are there benefits to implementing a coding standard? Oh yeah, definitely. So just in general, when you implement a coding standard, it makes code a lot easier to read and maintain. From a developer standpoint, this means less time wasted trying to figure out what the program's doing and more time actually getting the problem solved and you know moving on to other things. From a business perspective, it means that if you hire on a new developer, they can ramp onto your system and be productive a lot quicker. And as far as RPG goes, keeping up to the most modern standards means that newer developers who maybe have more experience in other fields are going to have an easier time looking at RPG code, as the newer standards in RPG are a lot more similar to a C-based programming language whereas uh, older column formatted code is going to be a little bit more foreign to a new developer. So it does sound like there are some benefits. Alan, go ahead. What are some of the examples that you can give for coding practices? Maybe something that you should avoid or something that you can improve? Uh, in the RPG world specifically, and this is kind of an example of how practices have changed in the RPG world, uh, we could just talk about, you know, a very basic thing like the length of variable names. Now, in in the older RPG world, this was at one point limited, I think, to six characters, and then it went up to eight and then 10. Now, no such limit exists. So one thing that uh, you can do in modern RPG that it, it isn't really possible in older RPG is have descriptive variable names. Now, if you come from a certain era of RPG development, this is, might not be uh, intuitive to do because you're used to coming up with a coded uh, name. You know how on some systems you'll just have things that 
to any outsider just look like a random string of characters, but uh, they have very specific meanings within different ERPs or whatever. But um, with modern practices, you, you can name things as they are. If something's an order number, you call it the order number and you can just read it. Uh, you don't obviously want something that's a whole paragraph, but just giving it a nice descriptive name is just going to make your code a lot easier to read. So you're talking about you know, good coding practices and good examples, things you should avoid. What does RCAD bring to the table to make any of this easier? So two things, really. Uh, so RCAD has a product called Code Checker. And within that product, we have a new set of best practices that exist within. So Code Checker is essentially a product that can look over and comb over your code and find whether or not certain rules are being adhered to or not. And then within that product, we have identified and defined a set of rules that we consider to be best practices that as a uh, developer or as a um, organization, you can turn on or off at will. So CodeJecker so, comes re ready to use with a whole bunch of rule sets already? Yes, yeah. And uh, these rule sets are uh, vetted from veterans in the uh, industry, you know, uh, people like Jim Buck, Barbara Morris. So we've gone over hmm. different things that uh, are designed to be best practices or otherwise uh, style guides in the RPG world. And we've kind of combed through them found the ones that we feel are important and used in-house development uh, experience to kind of look over these and came up with a set of best practices that can be applied over a broad range of code. So could you take these rules right out of the box and use them to like identify your technical debt within your organization? For the most part, yes. Obviously not every organization is going to fit perfectly in a little box and it always pays to look through and decide what's best but on the whole with the amount of vetting we've done it wouldn't be bad to run code through this rule set and um, see if it uh, applies now is this a hundred percent rpg specific or can i look at other things so the code checker product isn't limited to RPG. It's able to look at COBOL and CL. The specific rules we're talking about here were written for RPG. Okay. How, how many look, rules are we talking about actually in this product? So Code Checker on the whole, I think has, uh, I have it here, 116 rules, uh, 125 metrics, 74 metric models, 16 rule sets. Now, the new rules we're talking about is a little bit more limited and more targeted. That's uh, 35 new rules or thereabouts, over five new rule sets. There are other rules that can be uh, looked at and applied in more specific cases. Uh, and these rules are kind of an amalgamation of rules that other businesses have used and exist in the tool. Okay, can we take a step back and you mentioned some of the support that CodeChecker has in it. Does it support SQL? Yes, CodeChecker can look at SQL or SQL. Oh, very nice. So it, you can start to look for those things, maybe security flaws uh, that may be in your code yep. uh, from an SQL and, statement. 
Yeah, and, and we do have a handful of rules in there to cover, uh, you know, some of those things like uh, doing a select over an entire file or all the fields in a file or that sort of thing. Now, you've mentioned how Code Checker looks at code and how it manages code and how it can help set those standards. You've covered where RCAD fits into this and you've covered what languages are supported in here with the SQL and CL and some COBOL as well as of course RPG. But I know a lot of people like to get into the automation of things. They want to be able to maybe right. run this in the background after hours or have it part of a, a pipeline process. Can CodeChecker fit into that pipeline and be automated? Oh yeah, absolutely. It doesn't just have to be run up front. Uh, definitely can fit in as part of a DevOps process. One newer feature in it is that it can actually run uh, as in Delta mode off of a, a existing Git branch. This is useful in cases where we want to make sure that new rule violations aren't being introduced, but we want to maybe be a little bit more lenient with things that are already up on the box to you know, separate those kinds of different projects. Maybe you want to put off fixing those things until a later date. A developer can run code checker over an entire source file if they want, just to identify rule breaks within a source file. It can be used on the fly as well, and it can fit as part of larger pipelines, like whatever you're using, that would be maybe Azure or Jenkins. Yeah, I can and, totally see how this could fit into uh, a process along with project management, because you can run this up front and maybe get that, you get that list of uh, suggestions, I, I'll put it on things that need to be improved upon to fit these standards. And those lists can be then incorporated into future versions that come out saying, hey, if you're working on this piece of code, go ahead and make these updates uh, and make these changes to fit the standard that we have or the company has implemented uh, so that things go forth. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also worth mentioning that uh, it can also tie a report back into Sonar Cube as well, if that's a, a solution you're using. So that's how CodeChecker identifies the issues? Is that what it does when it sees things? It reports? Well, uh, so yeah, so we, we talked a little bit about rule sets. Essentially, it's going to use those rule sets, whichever ones you've checked on or off or decided to implement, and fire those off at a limit that uh, you have the freedom to control. So one thing that kind of sets CodeChecker apart here is that these rules don't have to be a hard stop. They can be just a warning or informational versus okay. uh, you know failure to compile at the hardest level. So that that's kind of up to the business to control whether or not this is something we want to stop or you know just gently steer in the in the right direction. And it sounds like all of this can totally shift left all the way down to the development phase. Um. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That's good. You can tackle it at, at the lower level there and have it so that it's not a problem later on when you have to maintain that code later, right? That That's kind of the idea is you put the work in now uh, when the code is at the development phase, and that's just going to make the code easier for everyone to read and maintain later on. Even the developer who wrote it, who, you know, mm. 
how these things go. Uh, you, you maybe don't have to maintain that for two years and uh, you have to go back in and look at that code and be like, who the heck wrote this? You know? mm. <laughs> oh, it was we me. Are, <laughs> we, are, we are all about shift left here. That is for sure. Now, you've talked about how this can be slid in as part of a pipeline, uh, you know, maybe a Jenkins pipeline to kick something off as you're going through your various builds and uh, working on updating your code. As a developer, where can I use Code Checker? Because personally, I love using VS Code, um, but I know some of my folks mm, aren't so thrilled with VS Code yet and work in RDI. Are those options? Um, yeah, actually, uh, Code Checker is very flexible in that regard because uh, so it can be used as a standalone outside of any IDE. It can be used in RDI as a plugin and also can be used in VS Code as an extension. Oh, that's nice that I can uh, kind of bring your own tool to the set and continue to keep working on this. Now, as we begin to wrap this up here, I know we're getting a little close on time here. Um, I do have one other question. You mentioned going back all these rules and metrics and models and rule sets that are in the box, uh, so to speak, can yes. these be customized? Can you add new ones? Uh, yeah, so first off, any rule that exists in the tool can be shut on and off, and to some extent can even be modified with variables. Like for example, we, we talked a little bit about um, the name lengths, Arcad has come up with a specific set of lengths there to look for, but those variables can be changed based on your individual needs too. So what we have here, nothing is set in stone. So within the individual rules, they can be shut on and off, they can be made to warnings, or if you find something is more important, you can make it a hard stop. And on top of that, with the given metric and metric models that we have, new rules can even be created by, by your business using our existing metrics and metric models. So it sounds like CodeCheck is a solution right out of the box, and it's also a tool. You can customize it to suit your own needs. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say that that's, uh, that's accurate. So in the end, it really sounds like CodeCheck is like something that you need, that you should be doing. Yeah, it, it definitely makes development easier. It makes maintaining code easier. It, it's a very powerful linter. So it, it will definitely help make it easier to build up and maintain good code that meets best practices and uh, good standards for your business. Automatic sounds a lot better than a peer review meeting that takes half a day. So that was a great discussion around code quality and code checker. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you being here with us today. For more information about code checker, visit our website, www.arcadsoftware.com. We hope to see you there.